Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Mazel Tov, it's a new beginning. Shabbat Bereshit, it's the first Shabbat where we launch the Torah all over again, fresh start. It's a great time to go back to the beginning and ask ourselves, what in the world are we doing here? Why are we here? Why do we exist? The answer is found not only in the first verse of the Torah, but in the very first word of the entire Torah, Bereshit. Rashi tells us right away, our commentaries teach us, why was the world created? What was the purpose of creation? The reason why the world is here is for the Jewish people and for the Torah. So let's understand what that means. Very simple, my friends. There's two ways to look at the world around us. One way is I exist, the world exists. Now let me find a way to make this meaningful and purposeful. If I'm already here, I might as well use the world for a greater purpose. But the truth is just the opposite. The only reason why you exist, the only reason why the world exists, is so that you can use yourself and use the world around you to connect with God and to elevate it and to make godliness real and present in this world. This is a total transformation. What we are trying to say here, my friends, is that the only reason why you exist is in order to utilize the world around you to make it holier, to make it better, to make it loftier. In fact, the Beginning of the verse, the beginning of the Torah tells us, Bereshis bara Elohim, it's in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And when he uses the word Elohim, our sages tell us that Elohim, which refers to God, is also the numerical value, the gematria of, of Teva, nature, which means to say that the whole purpose of nature and the whole reason why the world even exists is because we are meant to permeate it with God's presence. So the message this week is very simple and straight to the point, my friends. Everything we have in this universe is not there for an independent purpose. The only reason why we have what we have, the only reason why we own what we own is so that we can elevate it and transform it for a godly purpose. And that's why I love this week's story. This week's story reminds us how the moment you're willing to transform your view and your perspective on your life and everything you own, that it is just a vehicle for a greater purpose, it is just a vehicle to reveal godliness in this world, the moment you do that, everything transforms, everything changes, and ultimately you receive many blessings in return. So here we go. Join me, my friends, as we zoom all the way to the Holy Land of Israel. Let's enter the home of Mati Al-Malam. Mati was very, very distraught. He woke up in the morning, quite early, six o'clock in the morning as always. What is going on? Why are the chairs upside down in the dining room? Why are the drawers wide open? And sure enough, as he continued to walk around her home, his suspicion was confirmed. Somebody visited here throughout the night. It seems like there was a thief. Somebody came and totally ransacked his home. The first thing he did is he ran to the bedroom of his children. Thank God they're all in a deep sleep. Everyone looks okay. As he continues to walk around, he sees something strange. Everything is fine. Nothing was taken. Electronics weren't taken. Phones weren't taken. What's going on? He goes back to his bedroom and he puts his hand in the pocket of his pants that was sitting on the overturned chair next to his bed and he sees his wallet is missing and his keys. His keys! Oh no, I can't believe it. He runs outside and he sees, sure enough, the parking spot right in front of his house is empty. At this point, 
Mati felt like the heavens were falling upon him. He was never this broken. He began to cry out in tremendous pain. His wife woke up and came running and said, what's going on? And he, what's going on? And he said, the car, the car, he couldn't even speak. Now let me tell you, my friends, what's going on over here. You see, Mati was a man who worked really hard for his living. He was a repairman, he worked in construction, and just three weeks ago, he invested all of his savings in a brand new vehicle, a commercial van, that included within it all the advanced technology that he needed to fulfill his job, but most significantly, loaded with tens and thousands of dollars worth of all his tools. Basically, his entire life savings, his entire profession, his entire career was in that van. And now, it's gone. And not only that, because he just got this less than a month ago, he still didn't finalize the insurance payments and it was not yet fully insured. He sat there frozen. He couldn't believe what's going on. His wife had no words to comfort him. How could this be? How could this be happening? But then he remembered something deep inside his heart. A voice started calling out to him. A voice that said, think good will be good. Just four words. Think good will be good. The voice became louder and louder. And suddenly Mati felt a certain sense of hope in his heart. What's going on over here, my friends? Let me tell you the story. Let's go back to just three weeks prior. Mati bought this new vehicle. He was so excited about it. And he brought it to a company in a town over in the city of Yaknaam to get it painted, to wrap the vehicle with his company name and his company logo so he can get some advertising going as he drives around town. And guess what? Who was visiting that factory that morning? The local shaliach, the Rebbe shaliach to the city of Yaknam, Rabbi Noam Dekel. And he came to put on filling with the owner of that particular factory. And he sees Mati and he says, Mati, how are you? And Mati's in a great mood. He says, Rabbi, check out my new vehicle. I'm now going to be able to cater to more customers and make more income. I'm really excited about this whole new opportunity. Tell me, Rabbi, do you have any blessings for my new car? Any suggestions how I can keep it safe? So the rabbi looks at him and the rabbi says, of course, it's so important to put a charity box inside your car. And if you do so, it's going to protect you. But then the rabbi leans over and says, Mati, let me tell you something. And he takes a moment to explain to Mati that Mati did not buy that car to do his business. The purpose of that vehicle is not to make money. Mati purchased that van just so he could continue to do his part to make this world a better place by revealing godliness in this world. The rabbi explained to Mati what it means, Bereshis Bare Elokim, that God created the universe for one purpose, so that we can elevate it. Mati, you need to understand that the only reason why you have that van is so that you can use it to make this world a better place and to bring godliness wherever you go. So Mati looks at the rabbi and says, very nice speech, rabbi, but what exactly are you trying to tell me? The rabbi says, very simple, Mati. I have a great idea. The fact that I happened to bump into you this morning is not for nothing. Maybe I could inspire you that as you speak to the owner of this factory to design the wrap for your vehicle and you put your company logo and your slogan and your advertisements, how about we put a little Jewish teaching on the back of the van or maybe one on either side? Mati looks at the rabbi and says, Rabbi, you're crazy. This is not a mitzvah mobile. This is not a synagogue. This is a car for my business. The rabbi said, Mati, you don't understand. This is what I'm trying to teach you. Your business and godliness are not a contradiction. The only reason why you have your business, the only reason why the world was created 
was for you to elevate it. The purpose of this van is for you to make this world a better place by revealing godliness wherever you go. Mati, let's do this. And as Mati is standing there, he gets so inspired by the rabbi, he says, okay, rabbi, I'll do it. What should I write? Rabbi Dekel goes over to the car and he points to the right side and he says, here you're going to write, Mashiach is coming, do a good deed to bring him faster. And on the other side, you're going to write forwards, think good will be good. In Hebrew, Tachshav Tov, Yetov. Mati was so inspired and empowered by the rabbi's message, he went straight over to the owner of the factory and he said, here, give me the design, let's add this. On one side, I want you to write, Mashiach is coming, do a good deed. And on the other side, I want you to write, think good will be good. I was just so connected with it at that moment. Mati later said, I didn't even think about it too much. And sure enough, I put that on the van. Now, my friends, let's fast forward. Three weeks later, Mati is sitting in front of his home. In the early morning, as the sun is rising, his car is nowhere to be seen. But suddenly, he starts thinking about what he wrote on that van. Think good will be good. I need to think positive. I need to think positive. And at that moment, his phone rings. On the phone, there's a young man. He says, I'm an officer in the police station. In a police station just an hour away. Is your name, perhaps, Mati Almalam? Did you lose a vehicle overnight? But he couldn't believe his ears. He thought so much joking. He said, yes, yes. The police officers, come on right over. And sure enough, they traveled to this police station, which was outside the small village of Bet-Kel, Bet-El. And as they got there, but he couldn't believe it. He's rubbing his eyes. Right there in front of his police station is his van. Whole and beautiful. What's going on? He went inside and Yossi, the police sergeant, says, you're so lucky. I got to tell you what brought your car back. Come here. And he takes Mati outside and he goes over to the car. And he points to the words on the outside. Mashiach is coming. Do a good deed. Think good will be good. He said, let me tell you. All night I was doing my job patrolling the area. And you have to understand, we don't run after stolen vehicles. We're focused on security, protecting the Jewish people from terrorists who are trying to come in from the Arab villages in the area. I don't really look for those things. But suddenly I saw a big van driving towards Shechem a very, very heavily populated Palestinian area. And on it, it says, Mashiach is coming, do a good deed. I knew something's weird. I picked up my radio and I said, quickly, quickly, let's go get him. Something's going on here. Sure enough, we followed the car. The guy pulled over to the side of the road, jumped out and ran away. We approached the vehicle. Let me show you what we found. They opened the front door of the van. And he says, look, you see what's on this chair? Does this belong to you? Mati was shaking. Right there was a big knife. Mati realized how lucky he is, how that night if he would have woken up and tried to fight against this thief, who knows what would have happened to him and his family. Mati came home and that Shabbat, he celebrated with a big Kiddush and Shul and he got up and he said, I learned a lesson here. God has given me this lesson to remind me that the reason why I have my business and the reason why I have the van is to make this world a better place. And that ultimately is what brought it back to me. Therefore, I promise that I will never drive that van on Shabbat ever again. And sure enough, Mati went to his insurance agent and said, I want you to put in the document about the insurance and this vehicle that this car will always be parked every Saturday. And Mati continued to grow in his Judaism, continued to grow in his family's connection to Yiddishkeit. And ultimately... Mati leads a beautiful, vibrant Jewish life along with his family and his children. And if you visit Israel and you see a van driving around that said Mati's construction and under it it says, do a good deed, Mashiach is coming, think it will be good. Wave to Mati and he'll smile back to remind you that the reason why we have our business and the reason why we have our van and the reason why we have everything we possess is for one reason, 
to make this world a better place by revealing Hashem's presence wherever we go.